Okay, campers, rise and shine. It's the first week of December, which means it's the holiday season. And here at How Star Wars Is It, we're doing a whole month of holidays. And don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. First holiday on the docket is Groundhog Day. The movie? Groundhog Day. That's right, woodchuck chuckers. It's Groundhog Day. How Star Wars Is It? Well, hello there, listeners. What about me? And Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Josiah. <laughs> Welcome to the holiday season. Oh, do you hear that? Do you hear those jingle bells? Yeah. It's wow. the same sound over and over and over. Ching, ching, ching. It's, 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 the, it's the free one that I could find online. It's like um, the Groundhog Day of Instruments. Whoa. Hi, everybody. Welcome to How Star Wars Is It? <laughs> this is the only podcast. It's the only one, and it's also the podcast where we uh, rate and review everything that's ever existed or currently exists or will exist that's on a right. scale of 1 to 10 of how Star Wars it is. Yeah, how, how Star Wars are the Star Wars movies? We've done a number of them already. You can go back and listen. I think The Phantom Menace got a 9. <laughs> but how Star <laughs> Wars did. are other things. How how similar to Star Wars would you say like your next door neighbor is? Or pizza? Or mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. National Treasure? <laughs> Yes, and that's a little teaser for uh, uh, an episode that's already happened. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, we're recording a lot of these really early on. We're doing a really good job being proactive and banking episodes during the winter months when we're going to be with friends and family. But it is confusing my sense of time. (laughs) Today's June 3rd. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, oh god i i think i might have a kid at this point maybe i'm married <laughs> who knows yeah i'm sure my girlfriend listening to this right now is like that wasn't funny that's not very funny <laughs> she's like i didn't like that joke although she did like that I, that i've been talking about her on the show so hi um, and, and she hi, hi charlie and she always lets me know whenever i talk about her she's like you, you talked about this thing about me and she likes the idea that the, our listeners have a very uh, strange view of like who she is because they only get little bits and pieces. Yeah, right. So they're like, they're like, this this girl really likes slime videos and also <laughs> like doesn't uh, or like got onto Josiah for not liking or dissing the Lion King or whatever. Right. That's interesting. I wonder how that is with like famous TV show or even podcast for that matter. Like the the host or people on the show. Like when it's you you sort of know who they're husband or wife or significant other is and and mm-hmm. like but only just because they mentioned that you you only know that person's lens to you know that's interesting right like you know we know a lot about ellen what about portia you know right what's she about i know she gets scared sometimes and ellen scares her <laughs> man ellen sure scares a lot of people doesn't she yeah especially the right wing conservatives <laughs> you know what i mean does she does she scare them yeah because she's gay uh, but I she guess. is friends with like, George W. Bush. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like she's probably the very most approachable gay Hollywood person to Republicans. That's probably true. Because like, all... she does completely harmless, fun TV show during the day and like dances. That's true. That's true. And she's and uh, I like the two that I said that she's friends with George W. Bush because that's going to be really topical in like the two months oh, after that yeah. this comes People out. Oh, yeah. People are going to be like, whoa. 
They could be like, how they did these guys are <laughs> these really, guys were on top of things. Yeah, they are really biting quick, like hard hitting journalism podcast yeah. comedy. That was an interesting thing, wasn't it? That whole George Bush thing. Like yeah. her message of like be kind to everyone is like a pretty good one. He's not like the very best person to sort of justify uh but also yeah. like I don't know. That's one that I Well it's easy to be agree nice agree with people who are like, I was hurt by that person, so seeing you being chummy with him is hurtful to me. Like yeah. that's absolutely one hundred percent I I get that. Also like uh he's sort of a nincompoop and Ellen is <laughs> is like a really great comedian. Like her her like late nineties stand up specials are ones that I still like revere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's bad. Everybody's a bad person. We all live in a bad society. <laughs> It's true. I mean, you know, George. the 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 issue is, it's it's like it's easy to be nice to people whenever you're very rich and you don't have to worry about. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, right. You don't have to worry about the sort of like other things that other marginalized people have to worry about. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, and like every president's a war criminal. Like, you know, <laughs> we get mad at George W. Bush, but those same people are going to be like, Obama's the best. Beep boop boop. And it's like, you know, he we like him for some reasons, but he also did a lot of bad stuff too. So. Here we are. Welcome to the yeah, think, welcome to our the general, good place recap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think in general, if you like want to run for president, you're kind of a scary personality. So that leads me to this is a fun little um, is side this a Wendy's section. corner? <laughs> no, this is a new corner. So oh, we're okay. going to talk about the movie Groundhog Day eventually. Let's just sure. set that up. Yeah. So we're doing we're doing all holidays in December, and so of course we're starting it off with Groundhog Day. Right. Um, you know, holiday. Yeah, the holiday and. But a quick a quick side note because I think this is just do interesting. you give gifts on Groundhog Day to your friends and family? Uh, I only do. to my groundhog. Oh. Uh, yeah, they celebrate it, but I don't really. So. Oh, know. and are they like non-binary, non-gender conforming? Yes, they are. It is a they. It's not just okay. that I didn't know uh, that I was making up something on the fly. They are. I do <laughs> like that you said groundhog. it is a they. <laughs> well, it is an animal, <laughs> but it is also a they. Got it. Um, the so. Fuck, I got off track now. Damn. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the opportunity to go to a uh, like uh, a presidential hopeful candidate's uh, town hall oh, that's right. uh, rally thing um, recently because they are, you know, I'm not too far from Iowa right now and they're, they're hitting Iowa really hard right now. And uh, so some of the people in the show and uh, I went uh, to this kind of small town in Iowa to a Mayor Pete rally, May- Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Which is I learned how to say it when I went because mm-hmm. I had no idea how to say it, um, and just to you know, I mean, we've I think we've not made our politics entirely clear on this uh, show, but we have intimated them uh, sometimes. And I'm not necessarily a big Mayor Pete fan. I, I he's not my number one choice, but I had never been to a rally or anything like that before, and I was like, this would be an interesting experience. I want to go, and it was an interesting experience. Oh yeah, and uh, he was incredibly incredibly charismatic and like very good at talking very articulate uh what very well spoken had some interesting points um but but i think he was also coming from the ellen school of ideas of like because a lot of his stuff was about you know we gotta like bring the country together and we gotta like get everyone on the same page and i was like everyone was like yes we love this and like Mm -hmm. and then like after we left i was like but how though (laughs) but how though mayor pete yeah mayor pete um, and really my big takeaways from that were that if he is, does become president, I do want everyone to call him president mayor Pete. Uh, <laughs> and also my, actually, this is probably the bigger takeaway. 
Um, Mayor Pete supporters, like Mayor Pete supporters, also sounds like <laughs> Mayor Pizza Porter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like pizza. Pizza Porter. And I think, yeah. I really think he should use that in his marketing somehow. Yeah. I don't know exactly how, but maybe like he starts a restaurant called like uh, Mayor Pizza Porter. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't you, know. You get like a. Uh, you get like get a, 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 a large pepperoni that has a little sash on it that says mayor yeah, and you yeah. get a dark beer with it. Yes. Yeah. See, it's a pizza like a and a porter. porter. Yes. See, yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. No, you're, you're definitely right. That's a very good idea. And it doesn't like confuse his message at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, but yeah, it was you know very what I want for him. He what? seems to now have all this national attention. He needs to like take control of Indiana. Oh yeah, I mean, like yeah, he could be a congressman there. or a senator for Indiana, mm-hmm. and Indiana is pretty red. See, that's what I was saying about Beto, and Beto dropped out. Yeah, Beto needs to. Yeah, like these guys need to run for. Yeah, Senate, I'm like stay in you your guys. fucking lane, guys. Like I was so annoyed <laughs> when Beto was like, I'm gonna run for president because I was like, you dumbass, you just lost running for Senate in Texas. You couldn't even win <laughs> yeah. in your home territory. Why do you think that? Like, what makes you think that? Oh, you know what? Just because I lost just now, I'll be able to be president. Like, and also you could do so much more good in Texas where they actually need you to like keep shifting things like more left right. and like be a voice of reason and um that and the especially in the congress in texas is ridiculous um and but no he's like i'm running for president and so when he dropped out i was like thank god go back to texas do your thing get more experience get on the senate and then maybe later but like focus yeah. right now he's like hot and young yes and same with mayor pete i'm like buddy why did you just jump right to go be a congressman like there's yeah. there's there's things you could do that would have a better effect more locally and like honestly you could get more change done than being like well i'm gonna run for president which like i wonder like how i i know fucking nothing but i wonder how like the process <laughs> oh, yeah, let us, goes let us especially when we know nothing <laughs> yeah but like how how is the process from you know like did you watch parks and rec mm-hmm the the Catherine Hahn character who's just like a Washington like political manipulator you know oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. she like runs all the different campaigns like those people know what they're doing and what they're talking about how what what is the choice when like you know you're at the very best like no matter how hard you push the very best you're gonna do in a campaign is maybe be fifth in yeah. the field like. Is the play there just to become very nationally known and, like, get your fans so that, like, say, 12 years from now, you can run a, like, pretty actually effective campaign? Is that is that part of it? It, it has to be, right? Because, like, you get these people who are running uh, for office like Mayor Pete or Beto who don't stand a chance. And it really – and, like, even though they're like, oh, yeah, I actually intend on uh, winning. Like, I want to go all the way. It's like – Right. No, this Part of this has to be – that you just yeah. want to get your name in the public eye nationally so that people know who you are. Like, that's like, gotta you be You mean, it. even if, like, tomorrow Beto was like, I think I'm just gonna be done with politics altogether, he's got however many, like, millions of fans and followers, oh, yeah. he could, like, write a book and then he just, could write like, a book cash and then, in. Yeah, and he could tour on, like, a public speaking for the rest of his <laughs> life and, like, he'd yeah. be just fine. Yeah, like, right. It, yeah, I don't know. That This has been our politics corner. But anyway, if you get to go kind to of. A, apparently, <laughs> apparently also at the caucuses in Iowa are insane. And like people were telling us, they're like, oh, if you guys get a chance, you should come down and like watch the caucus. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, excuse me. You can come watch caucuses. And apparently it's just this wild thing where like you sign up to like do the caucuses in Iowa and they're open to the public and they're not 
um, uh, uh, what's the word? They're not confidential. So like you literally are just like standing in a room. And it's like, all right, everyone who's caucusing for um, Bernie, go over here. Everyone who's for Elizabeth Warren over here. Everyone for Mayor Peter. And you all just go to different parts of the room. And then if there's not a majority, you have to start like yelling at each other and convincing people to like Red Rover, Red Rover, come on over. And what? then that's how like you they decide like what your like uh, district or whatever is going to like uh, support. And it's wild. And I probably got that super wrong, uh, but that was the gist of what <laughs> they were telling me. And I was like, that sounds like you're, the most wild thing. You're doing thing. That, uh, that Bobby Moynihan character on SNL when <laughs> yeah. he would like I'm, tell news secondhand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so I heard, but I did. He- I mean, there were these like older ladies that were talking to us that were just like telling me this. And we were just like agog a, a and aghast because it was me from Texas and then like, you know, Chicago and this other guy from Arizona. And so we were both like, wait, what are you talking? What? Mm-hmm. You just stand in a room and they were like, oh, yeah, sometimes it's in like someone's house. And they're like, all right, go to the master bedroom if you want this person and then go to the living. And I was like, that is that sounds like an escape room, like fun. That like, weird. sounds like something that even the people in the founding fathers days would be like, this seems a little nuts, right? It's, it sounds like a joke episode of like Parks and Rec. Like it sounds right. like it's like, isn't this zany small? It's like, no, that's apparently how caucuses work. How like the presidents decide. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, don't you guys m- wish that this were actually just more discussion about fucking spicy nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, this is what you get whenever you, uh, whenever we don't talk about Wendy's. And also, don't you wish that maybe you could go, we could go back and do this uh, episode over again and just start it again <laughs> over and over again forever for the rest of your life? Um, well, it's the holiday season, everybody. <laughs> and this month, we're doing all holiday episodes. Do you hear those jingle bells? Get your booties. It's cold out there. Wood chucking along. So, Mike, I don't know if you remember this. That's right, you wood chuckers. I don't know if you remember this, Mike, but I think it might have been like one of the first. No, I think this was maybe this was when we were already on Anarchy together. But we were on an episode of a podcast in which I did play the Groundhog's Shadow. Um, oh my god okay uh-huh. so uh, we both got placed on anarchy at the same time and and <laughs> i remember i i only remember it kind of vaguely but i remember you saying something like yeah no we've met because <laughs> i was like oh hi i'm mike and you were like yeah i've been at your house i recorded a podcast with you <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, I I never remember those because I'm kind of checked out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, All yeah. I have to remember is doing an accent. I don't remember the people I met. I refuse to actually plug the show, but uh, the, there, I, I am very in- <laughs> I am intimately familiar with the character of the Groundhog Shadow. So, um, That's I feel like hilarious. I'm, I feel like I am uh, really actually spe- specially equipped to do this episode because um, I, you know, I know exactly where where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. Um, you may very well refuse to plug it, and I no, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you can plug it. I'm, I'm gonna just because now we've brought it up. Yeah, um, and uh, it's called Talking Wild with Dan. Mm-hmm. It is a podcast that went something like 102 or 103 episodes, um, yeah. and they're all through the Second Wind Collective. Dan Schiffmacher is the host, and he can talk to animals. I was his co-host on something like 40 of those episodes, and I was a British carrier pigeon. Mm-hmm. Um, named were kind Essex of, Waddlington the third. You were kind who of is the uh, named after a real person. <laughs> you were kind of the uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson of that show because, like, it was like the first sixty episodes were like Fast and the Furious one through like three or whatever, and then you came in and were like, 
plugged in some new heat to the franchise for the last half, mm. just like the Fast franchise with, with the Well, rock. I was also the very first guest. Right. So my and then rock after a while of doing it with like a with a guest or two per episode, he then was like, "Hey, do you want to co-host?" And I did a bunch, and then I stopped for a while, and then another guy was his co-host for a while, and then I came back, uh, and then it ended because he moved, and then we did. Um, I don't know if he's ever even dropped these. I'll ask him if he did. Um, like the finale episode, and then we did while we were all there. There were like three of us there, just like shooting the shit all night, and then. We recorded something like four like short episodes of the new show, talking mild, um, <laughs> as opposed to wild, and we all were uh, different hot sauces personified. <laughs> and I was like, Dan had a couple at his house just already, and we were just like, we'll each be one of these. And I was um, like the Hooters buffalo sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like talked like this the whole time. Very hot, very sexy. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to cut the last oh, <laughs> Half 15 hour? or 16 minutes of the show, <laughs> and we're going to start over. Uh, it's nice to start things over. Um, Which Groundhog Day does a bunch. So, yeah, hey, that's the movie. So let's talk about... Yeah, we're doing Pros. the movie, by the way, not the day. Um, yes, no, why would we do the day? No, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, w- uh, let's let's try to, now that we're like 15, 16 minutes in, let's like try to do the thing that we did really well early on of like, let's establish pros. Yeah. What makes this movie like Star Wars? Well, you say really pros? well, but yeah, 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 sure. Oh sure, yeah, sure. really well. We're the definitive <laughs> and, and important review podcast. Yes, that's true. Okay, pros. Um, this is, this is a movie with a directorial vision. Um, oh yes, very much. Of it. It's kind of dated in a way, um, right? But also kind of timeless in the same yes, way. Yes, it's like you can tell it's from a certain era of movie making, yes. but also the story feels uh, applicable um, outside of just the you know generic eighties setting right. or whatever. Um, Chris Elliott is in one of them, and Salacious Crumb is in the other, <laughs> and they're kind of similar, <laughs> like wiry. That's true. Uh, he's great. God, he's so good. Yes, correct. Um, he was in the Muppets, right? Was that Chris Elliott? No, I don't think I'm saying that someone else. I don't know if he was. He I'm he's in else. like all sorts of stuff as like a gross charactery guy. He was always on Letterman. I he wrote for SNL, I think. Um, he's on that Shit's Creek show that I still haven't seen. Oh but yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, now, now I I was thinking of someone else. Um, he was Shit's in Creek Snow Day. The oh. Nickelodeon Films movie with Josh <laughs> Peck in it. That sounds very good. Why aren't we doing a podcast about that? Speaking of, uh, I uh, just recently we were uh, Caitlin and I were Cosmo and Wanda for Halloween. Oh, and, so uh, you finally decided, and now I'm yeah, that's great. Uh, oh yeah, right. And um, we were uh, like, we should watch Fairly Odd Parents and see if it's on Netflix or whatever. We, it wasn't, and then we looked on Amazon, and it was on there, but it was like, how do I watch this? And it said like, sign up for. Uh, or, or, you know, start your seven-day free trial for Nick Hits. What? And I was like, yeah, let's get those Nick Hits. And so we watched, <laughs> like, three episodes of Fairly Odd Parents, and 
I need to cancel it by like Saturday. <laughs> did you put a note? Did you put a reminder in your phone? Cancel I, I Nick did. Hits. <laughs> I did. I do have a reminder in my phone. I think right now uh, to cancel. Like cancel a free trial. <laughs> yeah. Let's see which one was it. The most recent cancel. Oh yeah, I uh, got to cancel the Luminary uh, podcast <laughs> app. Oh, because uh-huh, I that. did do that free trial because I did want to listen to the scary uh, uh, show called Spooked because I needed to get my mm-hmm. fix for the spooky season. But now Real it's all almost... life spooky things. Mm-hmm. But now that spooky season is almost over and right. Luminary, you're never going to get $8 a month for me. That is a wild <laughs> thing to expect from <laughs> podcast listeners. I was talking with uh, my friend Blaze and we were going to play Star Wars Battlefront 2, the actual Dude, that like, game new ones. Um, oh, the new one? Oh, yeah. yeah, that one's also good, well, but new, not as good. You know, newer than 2006 or whatever. And because I got it like last year for Christmas, and I've been playing it here and there when I lived at my old house, and then it, I just got busy. But um, he was like, hey, it's finally October, which means you're done with your musical. We have to play this game. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, is it like free to like play fucking video games online? Like, I, no. I, the last I knew of it was like Xbox 360 days playing original Xbox games like Halo 2 <laughs> and we had to pay for that and he was like no yeah no it's free and I was like okay and then like we scheduled a date to like play video games together <laughs> and Amazing. I love that I was like All right, and you're sure this is free he's like oh my god dude yes it's free and, and it's not. I, I start the game and we he like walks me through half thing because I don't know I don't like pay attention or care and we get to like the you know the place to 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 play multiplayer together online or whatever and it was like start your trial for PlayStation Plus <laughs> and I was like is this this is like the subscription thing right like the paid thing he's like no no okay go back and he like walked me through the whole thing again I was like no it's the same thing and he was like man what and I was like I'm sure it's just a paid subscription like don't you pay for it and he's yeah, like no I've never is. paid a cent and I was like okay well that's I'm that gonna can't be true. start the free trial thing and then we started playing and like it immediately put me through and he's like weird and then like a couple weeks ago he was like oh yep my uh my free playstation days are over <laughs> like I think his younger brother is I think in high school now and uh, he he must have had a subscription that his parents got him a year of oh. or something, and then like it Blaze somehow was using it also. But it was so funny. He that... kept saying like, "Man, dude, you must like really think I'm lying to you that you have to pay for this." And I was like, "I don't think you're lying to me. I just don't really believe it." <laughs> and then lo and behold, yeah, that that is very strange. So that was the last like... thing I put in my phone of like, okay, cancel your PlayStation account in the next seven days. <laughs> I did have to like re-up mine because I didn't play it all summer, but I do like to play online. I, I, I am someone who makes video game dates with friends semi-frequently. Yeah, right. That's that, that's how I keep up with a lot of my friends from like uh, back in, like t- in Texas and in college. And do you and stuff. have to have like headphones and, and stuff? Because uh, I just had him on speaker on my phone all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ha- I do have a little. I mean, I don't have good headphones, have, like, but I have thing. like a little one that you can okay, put in the I controller. Okay, I gotta get that. I guess. But I have also before just used Discord, oh, which uh-huh. is like the the app. Because it's like there's like voice chat on there, and it's actually kind of like oh, better sometimes. Because it's uh its own like separate channel. You know, that's my hot gamer tip. So those are our pros. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! We're really this this episode, even though it's the first one we're recording today, really has some second episode energy to it. Yeah, it sure does, man. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to know what next week's episode's gonna be like. Oh geez, it's gonna be it's gonna um, get wild. Wet and but wild. okay, we we talked about like the directorial vision. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. The the dated yet timelessness. I think that's like a really cool kind of quality of Star Wars, whether it's the two thousands or the seventies and eighties. Like, 
it's cemented to that time, yet it's also kind of evergreen. Yeah. I think another thing this this is a like classic. Uh, yes, in right. the way that Star Wars is like this is one that people are like like you'll I feel like this is a movie that you would find on like top you know one hundred movie lists or like like top comedies of all time and stuff like that. Right. Um, and also, can I say a big pro, which is a little different from some of the stuff we've done recently? This is a movie. Uh, <laughs> Which gives it. This a, is a movie. Like that. That's gonna honestly. The fact that it's a movie is taking me up to a five right away. <laughs> that's a good point. Because there's been some stuff that we lately that we've done that have been not movies and a lot more abstract. So this is definitely a movie. And this um, is definitely a movie. It follows like a three act structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun behind the scenes. There's a lot of fun trivia about this movie. That is true. There's a lot of fun trivia that I only just sort of started seeing a little bit of today. I mean, I knew a couple of. I, I've heard. Stephen Tobolowski on podcasts before mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, I he love that said guy. that he's great um, and he said something to the effect of like um, people people online try to calculate how many days he lived over and over because like in order to learn how to play piano at right. the level of mastery that he did and in order to learn ice sculpture and all that kind of stuff um, it would be X amount of days and uh, Stephen Tobolowski said that when he when, when Harold Ramis and Bill Murray were talking about that. Like Murray, I think may have even brought that up at some point, or maybe just Harold Ramis gave him this direction. His number was something like 10,000 years. Right. It's, it's an absurd amount of time. I love that. That like actually makes the movie better for me. Whereas when George Lucas, like sort of imposes something onto us, like after the fact, it's usually like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You watch the movie. Cause like, if you watch the movie with the lens of each, like, Everything you're seeing is like, I mean, you're, you did it's a montage, but you're like, if you think right. of the time as just sort of passing in the movie that you're watching, as opposed to even even longer than the amount of time it would take. Like each new day you see is only just the next day. Right. If you watch it like that, you're like, oh well. That, I mean, he was stuck for a while, but that's not that bad. But right. um, yeah, I remember reading about that online too, where people like did the math and they were like, it would be something like you know, however many hundred years or whatever. Right. And then you got Harold Ramis being like, no, it's like ten thousand, and and I yeah, that like I love does that. definitely change the way you view the movie because if you're looking at this guy who has lived for ten thousand years, that very yeah. much changes the character. It's crazy because you you know I think about Groundhog Day more than I think about like a lot of other things like uh like an icebreaker question of like what albums would you bring to a desert island or whatever the hell uh, mine is like what would you do if you were in Groundhog Day like you you can't really accumulate wealth or anything you can only really just like learn skills right like i love thinking about that that <laughs> because is a good he point. could a good spend ten thousand years learning all those skills and and basically know everything there is to know about that town that day with those people but the time that the very day that it finally changes to tomorrow he's on the same playing field with everybody else. He's just also lived 10,000 plus 40 or however many years and knows how to do every skill. <laughs> also, can you imagine the sort of existential dread that would happen if you did live that long and then had to live normally after that? Because if you've lived, oh, yeah. lived 10,000 years and you were able to learn everything and you didn't become like, um, you know, and you actually gained empathy as opposed to losing it, like how like going back to a normal life would be 
I think maybe almost more torturous than being stuck in a loop forever because yeah, because you, you would be arguably the smartest person on the planet, definitely the most skilled person on the planet, and then just to have to like go through life kind of acting like you didn't live that you're not ten thousand years old would yeah, be yeah, it would be insane. weird. It also, would be you'd have it would, to... you would you would like relish though like meeting new people. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. Oh yeah, getting like, any it would, new experience. It would, it would like set your brain on fire. Like you would you would like shiver. <laughs> you know what's wild though is like because he didn't even have the internet back then, so like he would have been only able to do and learn everything that was he was able to do and learn in that town. So like right, that would be like a teachable thing. Like he he could have read every book in the library, but like they don't have every book. And right. like he, he learned piano from like that lady or whatever. Uh, but then like if there wasn't a violin teacher and he couldn't teach himself right. violin, like he like, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm sure if he had 10,000 well, years, and that he lady could might eventually. not have been a piano virtuoso. Like he might have only gotten to a certain level of piano. Right. And I mean, I guess at a certain point you can teach if you have that much time, you could probably teach yourself anything. But I'm like, but also you can't sure. you couldn't manufacture knowledge necessarily i mean i don't know i guess he could sort of like discover things about quantum physics if he really like put his right. mind to it if he didn't have i mean if books. it was indeed ten thousand years at least say oh a hundred of those years he could have only in in the day he could have only gotten up gone to the library picked a book and come back home and then just read the rest of the day and and that for a hundred years yeah and then you <laughs> and then you've read all the books and you're like well read all the books now and then you still have 9900 years of life also i feel like at a certain point how would you keep track of how long you've like how many times you've looped because if you didn't count from the get-go um it would be kind of hard and then even if you had like a rough estimate like once you started counting you're like oh i see this is going on a long time i feel like keeping track amount of the days will be difficult and then once it got into years and then once it got into decades and then like uh yeah, no, right. You, you obviously couldn't write anything down. Yeah, because there's no record you're keeping. Man, man. Yeah, learning actually to that degree is kind of harder. Right, you have to memorize you everything. you can't like write down things you learned. Yeah, you just have to like build upon everything. But I mean, yeah. Well, I truly think about that like not not like all the time in the way that I think about Star Wars, you know, at least once a day. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> But like I do think about that all the time. Like if... It, uh, if I had a day that just looped and I knew that tomorrow wasn't going to happen because it would just be today again, I would absolutely just be like, okay, first things first, I'm dropping all obligations. <laughs> oh, yeah. the first <laughs> And thing I'm just going to start learning stuff. Yeah, the first thing out of the way would be like any responsibilities. It's like, I don't mm-hmm. have a job anymore. I don't care. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, I think my first thing would be and I mean, I guess it's, it'd be different today with the internet because you could probably just like learn anything. But if I knew that I had forever, I'd right. be like, I think I would be like, I'm going to try to read every book. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe that's the first thing. Out you of could the way. definitely. Yeah, you're right. With the internet, you could watch like every TED talk by like day number four. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could read all of Wikipedia. Like you could read it all. <laughs> you would get to the end of it. And you'd be like, well, dang, I read all, I read before all of we, it. Before we go to the break, because I actually was going to possibly bring this up during the game segment because I wanted to hear your thoughts because we align. Like, we would try to, like, learn skills. Um, but have you seen either um, Happy Death Day or uh, Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow? No, I have not. You got to see Edge of Tomorrow. I know. I really wanted to see Edge of Tomorrow. Righteous. Yeah. 
Um, because it, it, you know, the reason I say both of those movies, if you're unfamiliar, is they both kind of follow the same logic system that you repeat the same day over and over. Um, Edge of Tomorrow, though, does it in a sort of video game way that it's like, oh, okay, I died, but I know what I did wrong. I'll fix it tomorrow. You know, like it's right. an action thriller. Um, but he he does a thing at one point that kind of tips his hand and indicates that um, a place that he's currently in and standing in, it would seem as though it's the furthest he's ever gotten, but then he kind of reveals that actually they've gotten here like a dozen times before or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's really cool because like there's a little bit of like an unreliable narrator, narrator kind of thing. thing that starts happening in like the beginning of like act three. Okay. Anyway, um, Happy Death Day. You haven't seen that either? I have not, no. I, for whatever reason, again, I go see like maybe fucking four movies a year now because it's like Marvel and Star Wars. And right. That's basically it. I went and saw Happy Death Day when it first came out. I haven't seen the sequel yet. I'm sure it's probably not as good, but for whatever reason, I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Like when she dies, she starts the day over. It looks like Groundhog Day, but like a horror slasher movie. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. To the level of like, as the credits began to roll, she like, you know, breaks the loop and she's with the boy and she falls in love. And Mm. um, Mm. he's, they're at like a diner and he says to her like, you know what? This is again, this is the last like line of dialogue of the movie. You would watch an entire movie where she lives the same day over and over. And he goes, you know this. You know what's kind of weird is what you just did, like what you went through. It sounds a lot like that movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> and she's like, "What's that?" And he was like, "What? You never what? heard of it, Bill Murray?" And she's like, "Who?" Oh my god. And and it's like cute because the whole movie already is like kind of bad in the way that horror, like like in the way rather that slasher movies are kind of bad. Sure. You know, sure, sure, I wouldn't sure. say horror movies because I just saw The Lighthouse and I loved it. One more. One more real quick, uh, which I didn't realize this until this conversation right now. Recently in Marvel Comics, in the actual comic books themselves, Jonathan Hickman, who's like a a big, big time, big name writer, has sort of like revamped the X-Men corner of the Marvel Universe. That's right. I keep hearing about this. And I've read a lot about it. And uh, there's been a lot of like acclaim, but also like confusion and strange things. And I am just now realizing basically what he did was he did Groundhog Day, but at a really big level. Because mm. spoilers alert, spoilers for this if you want to read it at some time, uh, Powers of X and House of X. But Moira, Moira McTaggart is revealed to be a mutant who has the ability to basically reincarnate every time she dies. So anytime she dies, she uh, regains like uh, awareness as a baby and then has all the uh, thoughts and knowledge that she's had from her past lives as a baby. That's and then right. gets to live out her life in another way. So he essentially just did Groundhog, Groundhog Day, but big sci-fi x-men that's really so, cool yeah that's so that's I'm funny because when i when i was at happy death day having already seen edge of tomorrow live die repeat a couple of times i was like shit is this the year or like the decade where it's groundhog day but it's x becomes <laughs> like its own subgenre? because right, i like, will go see every one of those movies right it's like the movies that are like it's big but it, yeah, it's a girl right. that, or it's, it's big, big but it's but a it's, superhero yeah um, Which gosh, I we just need to saw go to that break. recently too. Shazam! It was great. We gotta go to the pit. Something fierce. Yeah, fine. <laughs> God, we got to talk about this movie at some point. I'll speed through the game, I guess. <laughs> no, no, no. Do a normal amount for the game. Okay, Let's go. Okay, okay. Bye. Everybody, that might have been our longest first half of the episode in history, history but that's okay. History. 
It's um, our history. I like that. <laughs> um, welcome back to How Star Wars Is It? It's the podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about politics and then what we would do if we were stuck in a day for eternity. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're back. A lot this more is... how and it than Star Wars in this episode. Oh, and we also talk about non-binary pets. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, like my, my beautiful groundhog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we are going to do a game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. For this episode, you know, it's about Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. This game is called Groundhog or Day. Okay. These uh, are. This seems like a classic mic setup. Uh huh. These are general trivia questions whose answers include the word Groundhog or Day. And okay. it's a lightning round, so you don't even have to wait for me to finish the question. As soon as you know the answer, then just shout it out. Uh- <laughs> Ready? Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. The Latin aphorism carpe diem translates to what three-word phrase? Seize the day. Correct. Anyway. According to a 2019 meme, Twitter user Willie McNabb referenced killing 30 to 50 of these with an assault rifle if they were to run into oh. his yard. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, I'm going to say hog. Feral hogs, correct. Oh, feral hogs, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, the whole thing. Feral hogs, yeah, 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 yeah. In Will feral hogs. <laughs> in Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan yells to Anakin that their lightsaber duel is over because Obi-Wan has this. High, the high ground. The high ground. <laughs> correct. Okay, okay, next one. Okay. Oh. Oopsie doopsie. Hold on one sec. All right. Got to go to the next page. Wait, hold on. Where's... Damn it. I wrote like 20 of these. Where are they? Should I cut this out? Oh, Mike, me... here we go. Okay, great. Found it. Okay, okay, cool. This game is called Ground, Hog, or Day. Okay. These yes. are general trivia questions whose answers include the word ground, uh, hog, or day. A classic mic and setup, yeah. it's a lightning round, so you don't even have to wait for me to finish the question. Okay. As soon as you know the answer, then just, just shout, it, shout out. Yep. it out. Great. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. We're back. Let's do it. The Latin aphorism carpe diem translates to what three-word phrase? Day? Correct. Yeah. According to a 2019 meme, Twitter user Willie McNabb referenced killing feral 30 hogs. To f- feral hogs, correct? Yeah, I'm up to date. I'm In the, yeah, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, Obi Wan yells to Anakin that their lightsaber duel is over because he has the high because, ground. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, correct. All right, keep, let's keep it moving. Okay. What's the next next, next one? Page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oopsie doopsie. Wait. Hold on one sec. Damn it. Got to go to the next page. <clears throat> Do you want me to cut this out? I can cut out you looking for and stuff. Wait, hold on. Okay. Where's... Damn it. I wrote like 20 of these. Where are they? Mike. Come on. The first half of the episode was already so long. <laughs> oh, here we go. Found it. Okay. okay. Great. This game is called Ground Mike, Hog Mike, I know or what the day. name of the game is. What? I know it's Groundhog Day. It's a lightning round. I These get it. These are general trivia. Yeah, general trivia. That's right. Let's go. Get to the questions. I'll, I'll shout it out. I know it's a lightning round. As I don't have to wait for you to finish. As soon as you know the... 
Yep. Then shout it. Shout it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. We got a whole up. We got we got to rate this this movie still. Let's do this. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Okay. The Latin, Latin phrase "carpe diem." It sees the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. According to a 2019 meme, tw- Twitter user Willie McNabb. Feral hogs. It's feral hogs. It's feral hogs. Let's go. Feral hogs. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. In Star Wars Episode Three, well, it's, it's the high ground. The re- it's the high ground. The high, the high ground. Yeah. Correct. Let's go. I want to get on okay. to the next questions. Next one. Come on. Oh, oopsie doopsie. Oh my God! What? Hold on one sec. Mike, gotta go to the next page. Mike, fuck. Mike, hold on. Okay, Mike. Wait, hold on. I think I know what's happening. Now, if you if you're about to go back and do the whole game again, and you're aware of it, I want you to say spaghetti in the middle of it and let me know, and then I can try to break you out. Okay. Oh, here we go. Found it. Okay. Fuck. This okay, yeah, yeah, I know. It's called Brown- Groundhog Day. It's a lightning round. It's general trivia. I can yell it out whenever. Mike, d- are you okay? As soon as you know the answer, then... I already said it. Shout, shout it out. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it out. Okay. But, Ready? Wait, Mike, you just talked about how is, 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 was this the year of doing Groundhog Day, but it's this different thing. Is this the year of the podcast? Just doing... Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. The Latin aphorism. It's, it's, it sees the day. The next one is going to be feral hogs. And the one after that is uh, the high ground. Mike, please. Please. Oh. Okay, next one. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oopsie doopsie. No, fuck. Mike. Hold on one sec. Mike, no. Blink twice. Fuck, I can't see you. We're not on, we're not on video chat. Mike, Gotta go we to have to do page. the rest of the show. You can't keep looping. What do you have to learn in the loop? Do I need to learn something in the loop? Okay, I'm going to try to learn empathy in the next loop. Wait, hold on. First, damn it. I wrote like 20 of these. Where are they? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, here we go. Fuck. Found it. Okay. Okay. This game Mike, is called... I want to let hmm? you know that I've been doing a lot of thinking about my own behavior and about my own self. And uh, I realized that I was being mean to you about your game. And I think it's a great game. And I don't want to steal your joy of getting to um, sort of debut the game and show it to everybody. So you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to interrupt you. Go ahead. Called Groundhog or Day. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's over. <laughs> uh, that was such a good, like, speech that I, like, didn't. I don't have, like, a fourth one written. I wasn't going to, like, ever, like, let you out. But that was really fun and good. And that's the end. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening to all, like, 40 of our episodes. We're sorry that the podcast ended. <laughs> I, like, truly felt a little unsettled at one point in the middle of that because you were saying the same thing so well over and over again that I was like, fuck, this is... Well, I wrote it. Yeah, yeah. It was very unsettling. Including, w- okay, dot, 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 next one. Oopsie doopsie. Oh, oh oopsie doopsie. <laughs> yeah, it was tripping me out. Like, I was getting actually a little upset slash nervous. Like, it was very weird. Even though I knew it was like... Like, Mike didn't tell me what was going to happen, but I kind of had an idea. Right. Um... So yeah, that was um, that was the second most nerve wracking thing that's happened to me in this podcast, outside of getting killed whenever I, the the thing, whenever you were the thing. Oh right, when CJ shot you with a bullet. Yeah, whenever I gave up my guns in a show of uh, trust, and I immediately paid yeah. the price for it. That's right. Oh, so foolish I was.
Um, okay, we've got something like 10 minutes before we got to start wrapping up this fucking thing. Yeah. Is this movie Star Wars? <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. It is a movie. and <laughs> It is a movie. It's got bangers. It's got I Got You, Babe, mm-hmm. and it also has the Pennsylvania polka. It's got it's got iconic actors, too. Um, <laughs> it does, uh-huh. And... But in a weirdly kind of like not the biggest movie stars you've ever seen kind of way other than Bill Murray. He's kind of like a giant star, but like, so is Harrison Ford. Right. Exactly. Like it, it, this movie did not necessarily launch Bill Murray's career, but it sort of cemented uh, him as like a, you know, a comedy icon right. in a lot of ways. Uh, well, and like, a, and, and to that degree, even like a compelling and like dynamic dramatic actor sure. as well. Like he, he was like very dark Yes. While still funny. Yes. And that's, but like you could call him Harrison Ford and you could call Andy McDowell, Carrie Fisher, and you could call Chris Elliott, Mark Hamill. I mean, you could, you could do that. You'd be wrong. You, that's not their names. <laughs> right. They'd probably get mad at you and be like, what are you talking about? I'm obviously Bill Murray. Right. This game is called ground. Oh, fuck. No. Hog. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, Mike. No. Um, I'm kidding. Why did I say that? <laughs> did, you, did you say I kidding? I said, I'm kidding. Like, you know, like when people say just ki- like when, when like normal people <laughs> say something that's very clearly a joke and then they say just kidding. It's like, yeah, no shit. I know. Oh God. Okay. So, okay. This might be a little uppity, but do you, are you, okay. You know how we all have those like muggle friends um, right. who, and so like, I, okay. It's a weird world that I exist in. Cause I, you know, do a lot of theater and then occasionally comedy now is more where I'm at. Yeah. Right. And then you get, there's a lot of like actor people who like get it. Like, you know, they kind of are on the same page with like bits and shit. Yeah. But then there's occasionally you'll find actor people. It's just in my daily life that, that don't. And so, right. and in fact with the actor types versus the comedy types, it's, it's some get it and other most don't. Yes. Like, that's what I've found, at least. Like, that I've worked with people who are mostly just musical theater folks, and it's, like, rehearsal number three or four that they're like, oh, I get it. You're doing funny. Yes, and it's, it's this weird thing where they'll make a joke, and then I'll, I'll like, go it, get... Treat it seriously? or Yeah, or I'll get in on the premise with them, you know? Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they'll be like, oh, I was, I was just joking. And I'm like, I know, I was doing this. I, I was doing it with you. I was doing it... I was, like, trying to... I was trying to do a thing with you. I'm sorry. Or, or like that same, or like we're all react like they're being serious. And they're like, Oh my God, I'm no, I'm was kidding. And I'm like, I, I fucking know. Or I'll do something like, you know, as a bit and think it's funny. And then someone reacts very seriously. And I'm like, fuck guys, did you not realize that I was being very sarcastic? Right. Like I thought I was right. being incredibly obvious. I was just talking about at, at, my eventual at some point wedding, I want anybody who gives a speech to at some point like sort of roast me, but in like the most benign way and then immediately go, no, but seriously. Like, and then say whatever the next thing is. I want everybody to do it. And I think nobody would think <laughs> that that was funny or that anyone was like asked to do that. Like, I feel like everybody would be like, oh, wow, man, there were a lot of funny speeches. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I don't think you did this on purpose, but we, this is a little bit of a groundhog day right now because you did tell that you did say that exact did same really? thing on the episode that actually came out today. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
on the, yeah, I literally just edited it and just listened to you say that last night. Oh my god. <laughs> well, perfect that it happened on it on oh this god. episode. I, if that had happened on a different one, I would have just been like, oh god, just scrub there it was so we a, can like get back to the Star Wars. There was a split second where I was gonna try to remember what I said and just say it That's too, hilarious. and then not ever reference it. But I what well, didn't trust myself to remember exactly what I said. <laughs> So I was like, I'll just call it out instead. This is this is something that Michael Delaney has even said to me before in person, past and no no doubt future guest of How Star Wars Is It. Um, I I said something with him like in the real world, and he was like, Yeah, no, I know, I heard you say this on your podcast. <laughs> like, oh god, I only say the same like twenty phrases. I'm like a fucking like pull string toy. <laughs> I'm a Woody doll. You are. That that is true. That that is a terrible. Uh. Uh. Oh my God. What? There's a snake in my boot. Whoa. Huh. <laughs> How's your watering hole? Oh, uh, there's po- someone poisoned. It. Fuck. Fuck. Um. That is actually a really dark thing for a toy to say that somebody poisoned <laughs> the water hole. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like he says, like three things. You're my favorite deputy, and then somebody poisoned the water hole, and there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> yeah, and one of those is someone is conspiring to commit mass murder. <laughs> like that's a oh, lot that for a, a children's toy. That is very, very heavy. It's really heavy. Anyway, what did we maybe do? Five minutes on Groundhog Day. <laughs> Yeah, we did our contractual five on the whatever the. Uh, that's what you guys don't know is we actually have a contract for each of the subjects that we do, right. and it says you have to do five minutes and we with did. anchor. Yeah, <laughs> with anchor. They <laughs> we are have like they an are exclusive litigious. deal with anchor. Yeah, they they really hold us to our shit. But yeah, that is um, that is the terrifying eventuality of if uh, everyone may know listens to this podcast is that we'll have no more funny stories to tell because we'll have told them all on the podcast yeah, but we will just continue to tell them <laughs> that's true there was this one time too so i did this i'm not going to plug it necessarily because I, I don't i think it'd be weird but i did do this podcast a while ago that was on that was like about songwriting and also intimacy emotionally and um i was just there was this girl i was like seeing and she did go and listen to all of the episodes in which i like d- did reveal a lot of like personal like feelings and opinions and stuff uh-huh. and so there were times where i would like bring stuff up and she would already know and i was like fuck this is yeah, actually weird. I was like, this is actually great. This is a great shortcut. From now on, anytime I'm dating someone, true. I'm gonna be like, Hey, go listen to <laughs> go listen to these eighteen <laughs> episodes. And if then you you'll think really this get is to gonna be me. serious, you have to start listening to how Star Wars is. <laughs> yeah, you really got to get to know the real Josiah. <laughs> and the real Josiah is whenever he's behind his microphone, ostensibly talking about Star Wars. Right. Oh um, my god. Okay, let's really quickly try to just nail some other things. Um yeah. I think the script is completely watertight yeah it's it has a lot of fun sort of backgroundy stuff like if you want to dig into it you can mm-hmm. like if you don't you can still just kind of be passively along for the ride and it's fun for either party now let me there is a little bit of a sci-fi premise with this uh that's true it, it's it's like it's almost a twilight zone episode more like in that kind of weird yeah, sci-fi right. realm now there it is not really hard science fiction or science fiction fantasy uh, you know what they don't do though is like explain to you the magic. It's just kind of magic, yes. which is the same with shit. early Star Wars, and then later they start getting more explanatory of like how the Force works. Mm-hmm. But like, you could make an argument for you know like there was a draft of the script, I guess that like it was explained that an ex lover of the Phil Connors character like cast a spell on him or something, and that kind of just like cheapens it. Oh like, yeah, I love that it's just sort of not 
understood why he's living the same day over and over. I love stuff like that. I I very much like when a movie, and I think that's what I think that's part of the early Star Wars charm is when a movie trusts the audience to just like get it, and it's just like we don't necessarily have to explain to you why these things are happening. Like that might be in like a a, a movie bible somewhere of like this is the background right. so that we understand it, but like. You don't have to tell us. And it's honestly better if you don't tell us because yeah, right. it, cre- it adds to the mystery and the mystique of the movie. And that's what I want. I don't want it, I don't want it spelled out for me because I can't right. read. That's right. Me neither. <gasps> um, I can't read. It was shot in um, Illinois. Okay. Um, and people make pilgrimages to like that town at Groundhog Day. In fact, Michael Delaney himself has done that a number of times. In fact, now that I think about Michael Delaney in reference to this episode, he will more than likely listen. And he loves this movie, if I recollect correctly. And he'll be like, what the fuck? That episode was about nothing. <laughs> he'll be so mad. He'll be like, you guys didn't ever even talk about the movie. Yeah. Well, the next next Christmas season, next holiday season, we can have Michael on and do the exact same episode. Oh no, that actually That's is a really good so idea. We funny. should do a Groundhog Day episode at least once a year. Or just re-release this, but like <laughs> maybe do a different cold open so can people we, think. It's... Can we re-release this, but have just Michael doing a a like a, co- a commentary track over over us? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then that way someone else has to do the work of our podcast. That's hilarious. <laughs> Start outsourcing our, our our recordings. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Um, no, it's we, it's not a good it's idea. It's not a good idea either. And it's definitely not necessarily the premise of our podcast. But, you know. I was going to say, you know what else isn't a bad idea, nor is it really a good idea? This show. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an idea. And no one no one can deny that. Oh, you can bet your ass it's an idea. Absolutely. And actually, I take it back. Someone probably will deny that. Um, and honestly, they might be right in doing so. But... Yeah, no, that, right, right. Have you ever bet your ass? No, I'm not. Like in a <laughs> hand I look of like poker Han Solo or Lando Calrissian. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, they're, uh, yeah. they love betting stuff. Yeah, right. I would love that if there was really... <laughs> I would love that if in like the in this in episode nine, if Lando just it says ass a lot, like he's just like, yeah, you bet your ass. And like, that would be hilarious. Like, like in the way that love... Han says, "Then I'll see you in hell." In, yeah. in uh, Empire Strikes Back, there was a line. Okay, so this is like fourth hand, but when <laughs> Paul Rust was on um, Star Wars Minute. He yes. was quoting when he and Neil Campbell were watching, or maybe they were just talking about it, but Neil Campbell, a showrunner and head writer on the Comedy Bang Bang TV show and comedian extraordinaire, said at one point when, when Han Solo says, like, then I'll see you in hell, his comment to that was, yeah, Christian hell. <laughs> And yeah. Anyway, Paul Rust said that on his behalf when he was on Star Wars Minute, and now like Star Wars Minute fans all say Christian Hell all the time. So it's like <laughs> even just that is like fourth hand, and now here I'm saying it on our like fifth podcast. Hand. The I do love that idea. Like anytime someone says Hell or for Heaven's sake or for God's sake in like right. a sci-fi or fantasy universe, it is like wait, which one are Wait, which one are we talking about? Are right. you talking about the hell that we understand? Right. Is hell a place? Right. Like, right. is it a place in Star Wars? Is there a planet called hell? Yeah, right. Well, and, like, and what's his face? Uh, Uncle Owen says it too. He says like, well, he better be out there doing whatever chore or there will be hell to pay. Right. It's like, what is hell in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. It's it like how hell. in like the 70s and 80s movies, they said 70s and 80s things. And now they say like 2000 things like he he says, um, 
like, Luke, we're about to have company. <laughs> right. And like John Boyega says, droid, please. You yeah. Know, it's right. like, <laughs> right. It's like fun. It's like, why, why do they say these very dated things? Yeah. Um, it's because they're not real and there's a script and they read the script is what right. I'm led to believe. Yeah. Right. They read it. And, and that's what we're seeing on screen. Yeah. It's them reading it. They're all, they all have a little teleprompter. Yeah. Uh, well, this was our worst episode. <laughs> I think maybe no. No, I mean, it was um, definitely like a lot of fun to do. And the only people who are listening to us are ones who like have as much fun as we have doing Right, they're it, already right? on like, board. <laughs> we don't have listeners Other- who are like, I'm only here for the critical theory. <laughs> my favorite, I love, my favorite is when every time Mike goes, all right, this time let's actually try to do the thing <laughs> we're supposed to do. And then he'll be like, let's do some pros. And then immediately... Like, invariably, we do not do the thing that, like, literally, like, seconds before has been like, okay, let's get real. Let's get and real. And it's let's get probably oftentimes been my own fault. <laughs> like, okay, let's get real. Oh, by the way, have you ever had Lunchables? <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it, it'll all come out in the wash, and I'll be able to tell when I'm editing if it right. was Mike's fault right. this time or if I got us off track. Um, you know, I think if, we were if just... you're listening and you uh, enjoy this sort of just, like, we're both uh, recording separately at our own respective homes while we're drinking a beer and we're loose as shit and we're just doing separate monologues. Just uh, tweet at us like, yeah, hey, I like that. Hashtag bad podcast. And if, <laughs> and if you want us to like do the premise of the podcast that we promised, you know, uh, almost a year ago now, then uh, don't tweet at us. <laughs> Should we should we get the email a bad podcast at gmail.com? Oh, we probably should. Just to lock it down just in case. Yeah, we probably um, should. But we should rate we should probably rate this movie before yeah, we get to the shit. Okay. our our after things. Um ugh, God. I'm gonna go with ways to die mm. as my unit of measurement. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that is a, a thing that I would also probably do if I was living forever just to like test things out. Oh yeah. Like it'd be very morbid, but like at the end of the day, you'd be like, all right, well, um, I guess let's go see what this feels like. Well, and, then, and how you... many days before you would just be like, I can't, I I'm, this is hell. I'm stuck in hell. I need to exit right. hell. At a certain point, you'd probably actually want to, to do it. And then right. once you realize that it didn't have any long-term consequences, it'd be like, well, let's just like have some fun with yeah, it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let's just like kind of let's just kind of play it, do whatever I'm feeling at the time. Yeah, right. Uh, what's your unit of measure? Oh, um, mine's gonna be um cards that I throw mm-hmm. into a hat. <laughs> Very good. In that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one scene. God, this movie's um, so good. It's that's, really good. Movie. That's gonna give it an edge for me. I know you said like just the fact that it's a movie puts it at a five. I I agree, um, because it does follow like a narrative structure. I don't think it earns a whole lot more than that because it definitely wouldn't pass as a Star Wars movie if you told me this was Star Wars Groundhog Day. Like, sure. Oh yeah. No yeah, chance. Yeah, definitely not. Um. So I, gosh, I think. Although I do, I feel like a six has to have at least like some action. Sure, and this, this has is like that one not... like car chase where he's got the groundhog, but that's like kind of minor. So I don't feel like it gets a six. I'm gonna call yeah. it five and three quarters. <laughs> okay, I can dig that. I'm, I'll say 
I, I'm gonna give it just a five ways to die, uh-huh. and we'll we'll give it, a, and then you know, in the annals of history, it'll probably be a five and three quarters. Oh, I should say, uh, it's five whole cards, and then the sixth card, I'm like ripping off the top quarter of. I'm folding it oh, okay. half twice, and then ripping off one of the segments. Sure, I would list five ways to die, but I feel like that'd be kind of a dour way to end the podcast. I'm not gonna. <laughs> That's <answer>. true. <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this. I feel like I know we've done a movie more recently than I feel like we have, but I, I just feel like it's been so long since we've done a movie that for yeah, me, no, it just, like I'm, the last two episodes were. <laughs> Were they? Oh, uh, okay, yes. Oh, it's well, because the I've been, Thanksgiving one wasn't, but the last because, two we recorded were. Well, it's because I've been editing ones oh, that aren't, right. and so since I've been editing ones that aren't, I'm like, what do we do? How do we do what this, is this show? What is a what is a movie? I don't know. Um, I mean, like podcasts all like change over time when the hosts get bored of shit. Like that's the best <laughs> part about doing a podcast, especially when you're not beholden to like an actual like contract. Even though we just said that we are, uh, like we can do whatever we want. It's true. It's true. We this is our damn show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, if you want us on the internet, we're at how Star Wars is it on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us. Um. Uh, at the Josiah Man and at Mike Gospel on Twitter. Also, our email is a good podcast at gmail.com. Maybe that'll change soon. Yeah, maybe we'll also have a bad podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll have both. Or we if kind of we haven't checked yet and we don't have it, go ahead and just email that po- that uh, email anyway. Yeah, and see what you get. And then send us a screenshot of what who responded because that'd be fun. <laughs> um, uh, what let's else? See what else? Anything else? Uh, we would love it if you gave us a five star rating and review. Um, Let's see. November's over, so something. November is over, which means that we would have just given our uh, charity donation, uh, which we don't know how much it is yet because we are doing this in advance, but it's going to the, Chicago, the Greater Chicago Food Depository, mm-hmm. so thank you in advance and um, in retrospect for your yeah, right. yeah, ratings, in reviews, and uh, donations. Last month. Hey, sweeties. I'm just popping in here to let you know we're done with our November review donation drive, so we got roughly... 10 new reviews. So we thought that 10 was kind of a uh, weenie amount of money to donate. So we just decided to round it up to $50. And an anonymous donor reached out and told us to expect a matching donation to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. So we were able to donate $100, which is awesome. The Greater Chicago Food Depository is a great charity that takes care of people who are dealing with hunger in the Chicago area. And they always need a lot of help around the holidays because of the increased demand for uh, food and also because Chicago gets really cold during the winter. I don't know if you guys knew that, but it's true. So yes, we finished our donation drive and we'll be donating $100 to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. And thank you all so much for your help in this. We really appreciate it. Okay, back to the show. And tell your friends. Mm -hmm. We'd really like that. Word of mouth is the best way to spread uh, the word about literally anything. Especially yeah. podcasts. So tell your friends who you think would enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's all. Uh, yeah. Well, then I guess it's time for Tubby Bye Bye. Right. <laughs> this game is called Ground <laughs> Hog. <laughs> like we always say, we, we love, love Oh, thank you. God, you're still here. Okay. <laughs> and may the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye. Bye bye. Oh, man, that was very scary for me for a second. (laughs) I did, um, like, I got anxious, and I was like, oh, no.
That is so funny. <laughs> it was very weird. I, it was like my body was responding, even though my, my brain knew it was happening. My body was like, oh, fuck, dude, you're stuck. <laughs> it's a Groundhog Day situation. You're stuck. And I was like, I know. <laughs> Calm down. And my body was like, oh, no, man. 